This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. Welcome to season three of the Big Sci-Fi Podcast with Adina, Brian, Chris, and Steve. The biggest, most fun podcast in the galaxy. This is the Big Sci-Fi Podcast, season three. Hello and welcome back to the Big Sci-Fi Podcast, the show where we get together to talk about all things sci-fi. Today, I want us to rank all the Star Trek films. And just so you know, folks, that legally we have to rank the films if we do a sci-fi podcast. That is a rule here in <laughs> Toronto, and I believe that is actually a rule in Akron, Ohio as well. But Indeed. I should... Oh, yeah, Confirmed. Confirmed. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Very cool. And I should also warn you, there will be a lot of hot takes, spicy comments, and lots of yelling. But by the end of all this, we will have the official big sci-fi Star Trek films ranking. Of course, all arguments and passionate debates are in good fun. If you want to partake in these shenanigans, chat with us on our Facebook group, send us emails, or even comment on our videos. To help me in this quest are my usual co-hosts, Adina Bignona. Hey, everybody. Brian Donahue. Yo, 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 what's up? Oh, my God. Love it. (laughs) That was very 90s. Appreciate it. I got a story behind that later. Okay, we definitely have to hear it. And Mr. Steve Merkin. Oh, hi. How are you all? I'm just fine. Thank you very much. (laughs) That is good. That is very good. And my name is Christian Fox, and I'm excited because I I feel like I've got a lot of opinions that might not be the most popular ones, uh, specifically around Into Darkness, which I like more than I feel like I'm supposed to. But uh, we shall see. But before we get into that, how is everybody today? So stressed out preparing for this episode. <laughs> okay. Good stress. This is the forty seventh episode we've done, and I've never been this stressed out preparing for an episode. It's the forty seventh. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I am not kidding. Happy forty seven, everybody. <laughs> wow. Happy forty seven. It's amazing. This is like the universe and everything plus five. <laughs> so can i tell my story about yo 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 what's up yeah yeah yo, go ahead all right <laughs> do it Brian. all right so uh remember myspace does anybody oh, yeah. here remember <laughs> yes. myspace oh my god yes <laughs> okay yes. so myspace when that was hip and cool uh uh, you could have all sorts of just like weird emojis on your page. And I had this little emoji guy that when you clicked on him, the only function was that he would dance a little bit and go, yo, 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 yo. And uh, so that's the story of my, I, I love going, yo, 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 what's up, you know, and uh, acting like I'm more hip and cool than I really am. So I love it. I love it. I love every bit of that. That's amazing. <laughs> it's something that I would do. I think I have done stuff like that before. I also just quote random things like, um, or things will pop into mind, like this show, which I have to send to the group Space Cases, which is well, basically a kid's show, but it was Star Trek. And it was like this huh. show, they were in space. They were a bunch of trainees and they had mm-hmm. some like instructors and they were on the ship and then they got stranded. They have to get back home. And it very much, I think it was created by someone involved in Trek. I can't remember who, but I don't it's know. It's called space cases, space cases. And something that was just like, 
But I think something happened to you where you're just like, wait a minute, I remember this thing from MySpace and the same thing happened where I'm like, oh yeah, space cases. How did I forget? I got to show Dill this. Huh. Very, very okay. strange. All right. Kind of cool. All right. Let's so. Do. All right. I How are we think gonna do this, Christian. This is, this is impossible. This was an impossible, <laughs> the impossible test. But do you remember how many times Scotty said something was impossible, but then he would do it? It was at least forty-seven times. At least forty-seven <laughs> times. And just exactly. to keep so track, we can do it. Just to think about, it, there are thirteen episodes, 30, 13 movies we're talking about, right? Yep, thirteen movies. Lucky exactly. number thirteen. You know yeah. that's going to be on the bottom of all of our list. Number thirteen, right. and so that's the unlucky one. So we are and talking glad... about all of the original cast movies and Next Generation movies and the J.J. Abrams two thousand nine reboot right, movies. Exactly. Okay. And so Steve actually mentioned thirteen, and I think that's where we should start. We can take yeah. around and we can each say what we think it is, or I can propose something. I haven't fully decided okay. what to do okay. but i think we should start with 13 and work our way up so are we uh, including galaxy quest in this <laughs> no or not that would oh, make okay. Okay. Galaxy that now that i'm aware of the rules here in the guy now i'm that goes I feel... no, that goes up at the top all right i'm crossing galaxy quest off the list yes. are there any other rules we need to be aware of before we do this uh no, no, no hitting rules. below the belt okay um, no hitting below the belt but I think one thing, obviously, I think we'll get into this as we talk about them. I think all of the movies, even the ones that I don't enjoy as much, all have hidden gems. So I think we should talk yeah. about those. Oh, absolutely. Um, as they come along. Well, and what I wish I had time to do this past week was rewatch some of them because I was like oh. thinking, like, you know, I haven't seen the motion picture in in many years, including the the recent kind of mm -hmm. redone version i've been meaning to see it i really mm -hmm. wish i was able mm -hmm. to find time because because quite honestly so so i'm gonna caveat anything i say tonight with like it could if i wind up watching oh, that yeah. movie next week my whole like ordering could completely change i agree <laughs> with you and i did my i did a spreadsheet because i had to organize my mm -hmm. thoughts. i have a spreadsheet too and and the wow. thing was is that some of these movies i haven't watched in years yeah but I don't, and that's probably one of the reasons why they're maybe lower on my list because mm -hmm. they didn't inspire me to want to watch them again. Yes. So you yes. only have maybe fleeting bad memories. Exactly. Chris, no, 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Chris, did you do a spreadsheet? I didn't do a spreadsheet because I, I ranked this last year, but I kind of wanted to go into it a little bit blind without having yeah. okay. like fully thought out my ranking. Right. I know mm -hmm. like I have my top movies and my bottom movies and it becomes like the middle stuff is where I, I can flip yeah. flop depending on my mood. Um, but I have the opposite problem where I have seen these movies start to finish more times than I want to like admit to. <laughs> and I, have definitely exposed way too many of my friends to Generations and The Final Frontier, which, mm -hmm. as we'll see, are probably Ooh. not considered to be among the best of the best. So mm -hmm. if you're listening to this, uh, friends, you know who you are. I apologize profusely. Okay. I um, will like to say this is a safe space, right, folks? Right, we, this is a safe uh, space. We yeah. get to express how we feel about these films. And oh, yeah. then we're coming up with an official big sci-fi top 13, because that's all the movies there are. So um, far, so far, but mm -hmm. uh, I say we. This has probably got to be an annual thing. We can't. We mm -hmm. can't like three months from now do another because we've watched a few films. We got to do this annually. I think. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm in. And I should happens. also, I should also warn you, 
listeners, because I know how these rankings go. <laughs> Some folks will love these rankings and you'll be very impressed and be like, these big sci-fi folks, they know what they're talking about. <laughs> Some other of you listeners will be like, nope, I'm outraged. What you had just mm-hmm. said was appalling and mm-hmm. I'm never going to listen to it again. So I don't know what to say, except there's no way that you're going to love everything. We still love you, though. But we yes. still love you. Exactly. I even wrote down on my spreadsheet what the Rotten Tomato ratings were for each Ooh. one of the movies. Oh, okay. man. And you guess guys what? are so organized. Guess no, you had more prep time does, than some of us. Yeah. <laughs> and Rotten Tomatoes does not agree with me. So there okay. you go. Okay. Yeah. I disagree with Rotten Tomatoes sometimes. I mean, there are movies on there that I think will probably rank lower mm-hmm. than what my personal enjoyment because yeah. it, it's hard to say because it's one of those things where you can rank, like, obviously, we'll be looking at. And we'll get into this in the discussions like, okay, mm-hmm. how well was the movie made? You know, mm-hmm. was the acting good? Did the plot make sense? But a lot of it for me comes down to how often can I rewatch it? Yes. Yeah. Um, which yeah. really influences my my yep. ranking. That's yep. so good. That's I good. propose we okay. start at number 13. Does anyone have a least favorite movie that they think... <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, is at the bottom oh, oh, of the list. Okay, oh, oh, oh. I see ahead, Mr. Steve Merkin, with number thirteen. Now I called it. I, I labeled it Star Trek JJ. Okay. <laughs> I'm already outraged. No, Sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm Star Trek, I, I did that way because the other ones are all numbered or okay. whatever. Uh, Star Trek Beyond. Hey, I agree. Yes. I agree too. Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, I had to well, watch this with Dylan. Really? She was just like, "What is this?" But I mean, but you know, I say that I'm like, I'm glad that we kind of agree. But also, I want to say that I'm not necessarily. I was really prepared for you guys to have a completely different answer and sway me to something else because I think nope. for my last like two or three, I'm kind of like, eh, I could be swayed. Mm. But the fact that you guys. Too. Well, this we, we is, don't know what Brian said. This is 13. where I'm going to have to probably um, give in to the majority here because my number 13, mm-hmm. as much as I dislike Star Trek Beyond, I was so disappointed with Star Trek Nemesis, I had to put it at number 13. Ooh. Okay. But I, it was a close second is Star Trek Beyond. So for the sake <laughs> of our official list, I'm willing to secede or, or or give in surrender okay. whatever word we you know um uh, acquiesce. acquiesce acquiesce is acquiesce. a okay. good word now, sir now, here, here's so can another, I... oh i was gonna say i just want to let you know the rotten tomatoes gave it an 86 and not only that but it was the third highest grossing star trek movie beyond that was that is beyond su- that so, doesn't surprise so me the crowd that. does not agree with us we we are we are our island on to well, ourselves. But now, but here's the thing, because again, I think about you know, like like people like my husband who were not Star Trek fans, but would you know see them these new movies. And again, I think these movies were made slightly more for yes. a broader audience. They're not yes. made for us, the diehard Star Trek fans. So I think that is one of the reasons why it did do so. It, did it do had so an well. action. Yeah. It had a yeah. director that's known for action films. Yeah, and I think it, that it drew in a great, lot of people. You know? Oh yeah, yeah it's a very sharp and, film. So can can I talk about some of the things that I actually do love about the movie? Because yeah. I think there's like two or three, well, specifically two things. One, I love the captain's log because I think it's the only time in Star Trek that we've, like, especially when talking about the original series, mm-hmm. that we ever got a sense that the actual mission itself, like the idea of exploring space for five years, 
was exhausting because in the original series, Kirk would say, oh, we had an exhausting mission on here. We're looking forward to some nice shore leave and we're going to relax. Mm -hmm. But they would make it sound like, oh, yeah, we just like pulled an all nighter and it was a really busy mission. But you never got the sense that it it was exhausting in the sense that, man, there really is no end to this mission. There's like there's a five years. But beyond that, there's like really nothing to there's no end because you're just exploring space and mm-hmm. um that's got to take a toll on you so i really like the fact that kirk was talking about how he was dealing with the exhaustion and how the rest of the crew were kind of dealing with this long mission right, right. um and some of the, the fun beginning. stuff that was going on so no, I, I really that. enjoyed that was, that. that was a good portion of the film but it just wasn't enough and oh yeah no it wasn't enough because no, um, the problem one of my biggest issues with it is that the whole when you have a character who's ready to leave Starfleet, or if you take it to any genre, when you have a character who's ready to leave the job that they're known for, usually the adventure they go on is the thing, and you can kind of see, oh, it's because of this that they now want to continue. Mm-hmm. But watching the movie, I'm like, how does losing your ship and getting marooned on a planet make you want to go back to that job? And it seemed like there was no real like moment okay. where you could see that he'd want to go back to being a captain Okay. Except for the fact that, well, he has to because it's Star Trek. Um, okay. So I know and that bothered me. It's, if, you wanna, if you want to talk about something good in the movie, uh, I will say the scene with Spock and McCoy when McCoy is injured is very well done, very compassionate and well written and well acted. And that's just the island in the storm. Yeah, so I think the the Spock and uh, McCoy stuff was amazing. I mm-hmm. love the uniforms. I'm obsessed with the uniforms. I think I don't think. Well, it's hard to say now because Strange New Worlds is knocking out of the park with their uniforms. But I think up until Strange New Worlds, I was like, okay, Star Trek Beyond, probably my favorite uniforms in Trek because they look okay. like original series stuff, but they just felt very stylish. And I was okay. obsessed, still obsessed with Kirk's jacket, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I have yet to find a good version no, of. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I I don't really like watching that movie too much. And okay, can can I put a caveat in this whole thing? Yes, do we it. Ha- we have to kind of watch our time. We might be here for four hours. Oh my hours. gosh! <laughs> so, so let's, let's, keep, let's keep track next, of our time that we're exact. discussing in each <laughs> each category. You know, each level of okay, twelve, eleven, yeah. ten, and so on. Or we will be just browbeating or. Yeah. Crazy well, and and if it forever. turns into a two-parter though that wouldn't be terrible yeah i know we'll yeah. see we'll see we might make i don't uh, want to become a four-parter okay that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey Enterprise our first four-parter it. right <laughs> okay so what's number right. 12 number, number 12 12 i pitch nemesis for number 12 ding 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 i agree with you hmm I, 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 Nemesis is now my number 12 because we have said Star Trek Beyond. We're going to call number 13 for our podcast, but for me, it's Beyond. But Nemesis, I think, is got many reasons to be in the top worst two Star Trek films of all time. So I'm not going to, you know, again, I did not have it as number 12, but I think I'm not going to disagree. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. And rejigger okay. my list accordingly. Very and good. I'll, and I'll and, say I liked it more than Beyond because I think I grew up at a time. Well, I shouldn't say grew up at a time, but when it came out, I was very young, and it was still a Star Trek movie, so I didn't feel like I was as bothered by it 
And I'll still choose to rewatch that over Beyond. Like sometimes I will put on Nemesis where I'm in a Nemesis mood, but I'm very rarely in yeah. a Beyond mood. So mm-hmm. I think I like that a little bit more yeah. than than um Beyond. See, it, it just it just lacked the send off I was hoping the next gen crew would have it was it had the the trailers and the previews and stuff like that they were calling it this generation star wars and you know action packed you know the trek we've been waiting for and i'm like uh, nobody's been waiting for this track and i mean i think it was a nice attempt it had a writer that wrote films like the gladiator and a beautiful mind mm-hmm. um and so that was in some of the dialogue between picard and shinzon was pretty daggone good like it's it's there's things about the film i really do love i mean it gave tom hardy his really big send-off in in movies i mean some people forget that was his first really big role and i think i mean i think he does a fine job i i think you know um but i just it lacked the movie lacked the heart of the next generation crew and mm-hmm. the in the just the charm that they have they there were some things they tried to throw in there but i know i might be a little um outside of what people think about but the whole wedding scene i felt was just contrived and cheesy mm-hmm. at, at the, the beginning, beginning. Yeah. like i just yeah. i i wasn't but i i felt the actors looked uncomfortable and not like mm-hmm. themselves i just didn't feel right um, I was excited to see Riker and Troy tie the knot. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but mm-hmm. like you know, why not give Wesley a few more lines? Ah, Even so in a few more lines. And why like, was he I? There? What I learned re- listening to Will Wheaton's recent um, autobiography, "Still Just a Geek," he mm-hmm. talks about that whole thing. I mean, he was he was in there, um, yeah. and there was there was some stuff that got cut, you know, that completely got cut, which whether or not that would have been good to see or, you know, you know, I, I don't, I don't know, but there was supposed to be, he was, he had lines. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I can share with you that Rotten Tomatoes agrees with us. It gave it a 38 rating, the second lowest of all the Star Trek movies, as far mm, as wow. Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And it was the least successful financially at only $43 million. So um, oh, it, it didn't bad. do oh. it didn't it, it didn't resonate with the fans mm-hmm. and it didn't resonate with the box office and the critics agree. Yeah. A big meh. It had some cool yeah. stuff. It really did. But like I, I would have rather seen lore than before, you know, like, yeah, what? Why, why not make lore part of that thing, uh, uh, you know, but yeah. again, it was. It was just, and I love the Romulans. I love the Romulans. Mm-hmm. I would have rather seen a movie just about the, rather than, you know, the slave race on Remus, you know, like, yeah, the it like just, it was just, I just, it was too contrived. It wasn't charming. It, yeah. It just was convoluted and, and I'm pointless. And, and even, you know, the death of data at the end, Oh, it didn't have the data. impact of any, you know, of, of that any. That was, he didn't hey, Dr. mean Pulaski. it, folks. He, he really. <laughs> data, data, t- tomato, tomato. What are we hey, talking one about? One is his name, the other is not. Yes, that is <laughs> true. Okay. <laughs> I will say. All right. Was, say data. All right. Number 11. Number 11. 
Who wants to go? Okay, uh, Adina, you go first. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, man, yeah, do yeah, I really yeah. have to? Please yes, do. Get no, to go first. Go ahead. So this is where, again, like, this is this is the one where if things change, um, you know, based on watching a movie soon, mm-hmm. you know. So I this is where I had Star Trek The Motion Picture. Oh, and it's wow. it's not and, well. Here's the thing: at some mm-hmm. point, it's more because of all the things I had in front of it. It's not that I really wanted to okay. rank this one so low. Okay. It's the fact that, like, well, I have all these other ones that I wanted to rank higher. <laughs> right. Okay. 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 See, I disagree a little bit because, like, even though it's not like it's one of those things from a filmmaking perspective, I don't think it's a great movie. But man, do I love rewatching it now? Mind you, when I watch it, I skip a lot of stuff. Because it takes, I always always have to check this at once a year where I'm like, wait, how long does it take them to get to the thing that they're supposed to be doing in the movie? And so by the time they actually Forever. get to Beecher, it's like 40 minutes into the film. Right. Yep. And again, so, exactly. and again, there's I, a lot of stuff, but it's, it's fun to watch. I haven't I rewatched it. Yeah, I yeah. haven't rewatched okay. it in years. I haven't seen the new like version <sighs> they came out with last year. So that could significantly alter this, but it was, it was more the fact that all these other movies are, he- it's not so much that this is, I more think this compelling. is number 11. It's more of the, all the other stuff in front of it. It's more okay. compelling. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Nadine has given us, given us motion picture. Brian, what do you say? Number 12. This might be a little controversial. Maybe. I don't know. Go ahead. I'm putting Star Trek Insurrection here. I I don't disagree with because, you. Because okay. I think Star Trek Insurrection uh, is no first contact. No. But it has charm. I feel like the actors and our characters are themselves. And while this would have made a fabulous long form episode of next generation, it was not the greatest movie and storyline. There was a lot of beautiful, wonderful scenes in it. Jordy seeing for sun sunrise Mm -hmm. for the first time. Well played scene. Loved it. The music in this film. Thank you, Jerry Goldsmith. It's so good beautiful um and i think it's well directed i just don't i think the story's a little weak so i i i propose star trek insurrection for number 11 i I like your phrase long form Mm -hmm. episode because that's how i've always felt about that movie yeah 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 yeah, I think I, they I, even acknowledge that too. Some of like just listening to the commentary and behind the scenes, they're kind of like, "Yeah, this could have probably been a better episode." Have mm-hmm. we done? It? Well, I can tell you that uh, Insurrection got a fifty-four from Rotten Tomatoes. It did seventy million at the box office, so it was again amongst the uh, Next Generation. I think it was the low, second lowest rating behind uh, in, behind Nemesis. So. Um, for me, I I do want to rewatch it. Let's put, let's put it this way: mm-hmm. I want to rewatch it, so that's why it's only at eleven. But still, I haven't been compelled to rewatch it, so that's why it's at eleven. Yeah, so you, you picked you it, you had 11 it at eleven too. too? Okay, mm-hmm. it's it's strange because there's stuff I like more than this, but I do go back to like Insurrection's one that I get a hankering for quite often during the year. Where I'm like, you know what? I'm in the mood to watch Insurrection, and I usually jump from either the beginning or to like the end because I find the beginning is really compelling. I love the end because I just feel like they take Technobabble to a whole new oh, level totally. where it just seems like it's excessive, <laughs> but I kind of, I'm kind of into it, even though it's like this, they're trying really hard to go crazy with Technobabble, but I still enjoy it. And I like Admiral Dowdy and that's oh, me. Yeah. Like the, 
one of the coolest things, which <laughs> I'm not advocating murder, but I love the fact that what's his name? Um, uh, I can't think of the actor who plays F. Murray Abraham. Get, yes, yeah. F. Murray Abraham. What's his name? Uh, Rawful, Rawful. <laughs> I can't even. Yeah, something like that. Okay. When he kills the admiral and then walks onto the bridge, it is like Admiral Dowdy will not be joining us for dinner. I'm like, come yeah. on. <laughs> what Academy a Academy cool Award line. winner, right I, there. I, I, yeah. I will say right now. Needs- it's the only Star Trek movie with a chase scene, right? At least yes, it's true. You know, you got the Dunebergies in the desert or whatever that was that planet, and it's, it's it's the only one where you've got vehicle chase scenes and and people. Oh, like you're, that mixing, movie. you're mixing. You're well, mixing. Yeah, that, films that was now. that was Nemesis. Oh, that's, that's, that's Nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah. Oh, that's oh Nemesis. I thought you talked okay. about like the. I see. That's when... how unremarkable. <laughs> well, they're chasing <laughs> him in a shuttlecraft, right? They're chasing uh, Data okay. down at the beginning mm-hmm. of the film. Oh, okay. Because he's gone yeah. berserk. So there you go. Wow. There, there. So and... I I I was wrong and didn't. <laughs> and thanks I'm also... for correcting me. And I'll say this too: I'm a sucker for romance, so I do love the Picard romance. With, I do uh, too. I can't think yeah. of her name, Doctor Doc Ock's wife, but that's not her name in the movie. I can't the think movie, of the actor's name. I, I really like, like, I will watch Insurrection Eesh. again. It's not on the top of my list. There's other films I'm going to watch mm-hmm. before I watch this, but it has charm. It has mm-hmm. likability in the film. It's just the story is a little bit is pretty weak compared to and, the yeah. other stories that are above it in my list for movies. Yeah, yeah. and movies. I think it's interesting because I think it's we're getting well, we might be getting to the territory where we're saying like the ones that we don't like as much are because there's stuff better than it, and it's because mm-hmm. it's okay, but not because it's awful. But that's right. That's how the ratings go. Right. What, what yeah, you exactly. want to watch well, and what you don't want to watch. So, Chris, but what did you have for eleven? Oh, yeah. 11. I think I, I've been going back and forth. I think insurrection, because, well, again, I think there's mm-hmm. like something like the final frontier. You could argue is maybe a worse movie. I tend to watch the final frontier more than I'll watch mm-hmm. nemesis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Me too. Me okay. too. So All we've right. got so insurrection as the... 11. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so you're you're going with that as well, Adina. Even well, yeah, you're... I mean, like again, with all three of you having insurrection, I'm um, I'm the odd one person out. So okay, so I'm moving you yeah. into that section. So we're all in agreement okay. so far from 11, 12, and thirteen. Very good. Well, we're we're finding agreement. Okay. <laughs> we didn't start yeah, out we're, like, we're finding. Okay, agreement. I think like right. yeah, but, yeah, we're this... having pretty good discussion. Okay, so let's go to so, number ten. Let's number see who's 10. next. Uh, Brian did, or Adina, do you or Steve? Do you have? I've got a number one? ten. Okay, what's your number ten? Uh, Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. Really? No That's way! This yep. is all right. Spicy, no. everybody. This little yep. love fest of the United <laughs> Nations here just got busted up big time here. Yep. I I was I have I'm sorry. I just don't have any compel to rewatch it. I, I do have memories one. of it, and uh, to be honest with you, at the end of the movie when there is the assassination attempt. I thought Kirk should have taken the blast and died right there. That he would have sacrificed. Oh, that would have been dramatic. Okay, I have to say, thank you. That's exactly. But he wasn't alone. He couldn't die there. He wasn't really alone. But that's well. Yes, they did that as in in Star Trek Generations. Generations. Okay. Now, if there was going to be no death scene in Generation, he could have died a glorious death right there. He didn't. Because they wanted to drag oh. him into the next movie. See, I ha- so because Steve is saying this and we're all reacting this way, I'm trying to find a clever way to work in Sulu's an incident into this conversation, but I can't. <laughs> so please come up with listeners. Let Are me know you how kidding, to incorporate Mister? this. Are you kidding? 
<laughs> oh, there are probably 47 ways they could yeah. have done that. Yeah. <laughs> right. For, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one of the things that just and I don't really have many great memories of of this movie. So oh, really? I, and I don't okay. really feel like compelled to rewatch it. So okay. Like, I, you know what? I still the, I still love you, Steve. You're dead wow. wrong here, but I still love you. That's brother. okay. So. It's okay. Yeah, Someone's exactly. got it. We gotta finally have some disagreement here. Right. You know? I mean oh, yeah. we agree 47 out of 50 times, so that's it's okay. just like <laughs> the, the <best laughs> toothpaste. So so okay, you heard me. I confess my sins to you, folks. What's your number 10? <laughs> ah. I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, go to, ahead. To clear yeah. this up a little bit for our okay. no, I'm just kidding. Um I have here uh this was very hard, but okay. I I have placed Star Trek 5 the Final Frontier in mm. the 10th slot. And I do this with some I need to I need to I need to describe this because I love the charm of this film. I think this film is got a lot of humor that it doesn't get recognized for. Mm-hmm. You know, we always call Star Trek for the voyage home, the humorous, you know, the funny uh, movie out of all of them. I think Star Trek five is hysterical. Um, mm-hmm. I think it is the, you know, Shatner just didn't get the budget he needed. He didn't get mm-hmm. the, which man he didn't have the extras he needed to make the action sequences better and look better, you know, and more epic. He didn't have mm-hmm. the special effects. He all, all he just, the budget kept getting shredded, shredded, shredded. So the poor guy, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think the film's got a lot of charm and I love watching it, but it's not I, as good as the rest of the films. Yeah, okay. I, so. I agree. Like I would say, so two <clears throat> things. One, I think the campfire scene is probably one of the best scenes in Trek. I think it's so mm-hmm. well written because mm-hmm. it's funny and you get these conversations where it's like anybody, watching it for the first time can instantly for the most part understand who each character is and Mm -hmm. i think the spock why didn't you jump in i'm sorry i was what that's a good spock why didn't you jump in i'm sorry i was trying to comprehend the meaning of the words and then it's like Mm -hmm. um yeah Okay. What's in, the words aren't important. What's important is you have a good time. So you get that, that Spock's line, <laughs> the best line ever. Right. Oh, I am sorry, doctor. Were we having a good time? Right, right. Like, okay. It's fantastic. That's, that's, oh, yeah. So, I think, okay. the, the, can I just say the, the last yeah. line, which I think is probably yeah. one of the funniest jokes in Star Trek is um, <laughs> the shower exchange where Kirk is like, I could use a shower. And yes. He's like, Dead faith. Or with yes. Dead just like, <laughs> okay. yes. So, yes. so what's your great. number 10, Chris? Ooh, number 10. Oh, this is this is so hard because it was either and this is where I get torn because I like 2009 a lot. I love mm-hmm. 2009. I think it's an amazing movie. <laughs> but in terms of rewatching it, I don't tend to rewatch it as much as I watch even so generations. So so JJ Star Trek <gasps> what do JJ you have? 2009 what? is number 10. Maybe. Okay. But I could okay. be persuaded because I'm, no, no, no. I'm really indecisive that's about it. Because we're already we're we're all not in agreement on ten, so you can stay with that <laughs> number ten now. Because I'm not changing my vote. I'm still sticking with ten. Star Trek number... Wow. Even yeah. though I think 2009 did so much, and I love so much of it. Okay. Um And I remember, like, as a kid in high school when this came out, this was the first time that I remember being alive where Star Trek was kind of cool. I remember being in New York that mm-hmm. year 
And seeing a Star Trek poster on a busy street was Mm -hmm. crazy to me because before that, it was always just like, oh, Star Trek is that thing that you weird folks like, Mm -hmm. or if you're older, maybe you like it. Mm -hmm. But to hear, Mm. I remember I heard a conversation one time in my library and two kids were talking about the opening. I'm like, oh my gosh, two actual other human beings who are cool are talking about Star Trek 2009. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I don't know. I'm so okay. flip floppy about this. So just no, stick to your guns. That's fine. Adina, what's okay. your well, number? Well, so here's ten? the thing: is my 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 problem is is my original number ten because I'm like has gotten shifted because what we decided was twelve and eleven was not what my original twelve and eleven was. Okay. So what I had as number ten, I still have two movies that I think are, you know, oh, are, yeah. are worse. So that, that's the problem. So mm-hmm. actually number so the final frontier was my number 10 mm-hmm. but that was predicated on the motion picture being you mm-hmm. know number 11 or 12 and mm-hmm. another one being 11 or 12 so mm-hmm. i'm kind of conflicted because i still want to say the motion picture because that was still my next okay. worst okay but I, and i still had another one so I, in terms of you know like what would i want to watch next or least Mm-hmm. I could possibly be convinced that the final frontier because I, I get I liked those opening scenes. Okay. The opening scenes were amazing, but that whole going to see the center of the universe go, or center of the galaxy mm-hmm. and going to find that creature that sort of godlike mm-hmm. whatever I, that was just so hokey. And yes, and I've heard the stories. You know, there was there was budgetary problems or whatever. But the fact is, this is the movie that came out. Right. Um, right. Okay. So I could, I could probably. Oh, so Dina's going to go with with, with, with Star yeah. Trek Five as uh-huh. her number ten. I yeah. think that makes the most sense, honestly. Okay, because again, fine. Star Trek two thousand nine is a better made film, and it's more enjoyable, easier to access. But sorry, did we? Have you guys heard about the Sean Connery thing? Yes. What's the Sean? Where Connery it's thing? like they wanted Sean Connery to be Cyborg, so they mm-hmm. couldn't get him. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, maybe I'm wrong about this, but that. The name Shakari was a was a joke on Sean Connery. Oh. It was like a play on words. So I don't think I've ever heard that. Well, story. I, I heard that okay. Sean Connery turned it down to do a little film called Hunt for Red October. There you go. Which so was a good call on his good part. Call. Yes, yes. yes, yes. Even though I actually really like Cybok and Lawrence. I do I too. Luckenberg was yes. actually yeah, really good. I yeah. And I do find myself quoting the, they said the sound barrier could never be broken. It was broken. Yeah. When I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, stuff. I mean, there okay. are a lot of things I like. I did like yeah. about the movie. You know, okay. it was also it came out like you know, it came out in 1989, which was for me early high school, and mm-hmm. it was one of the few times. Like it was when I was at that age where I was starting to be allowed to go to movies by myself. Mm-hmm. So I saw it in the theater, like I think three or four times. Like once with a couple of friends, and then I think the other couple of times I just went by myself. I let like my parents drop me off, and like wow. I just went. And it was partly because, well, again, it was like. There was not like there was a bunch of stuff you could do, you know, there's mm-hmm. limitations. So even though, so it was still like, wow, I can go see this movie on a huge screen, you know, even if though it wasn't the best movie, you know, in, in the, you know, the universe, it was a Star Trek movie on the uh-huh. big screen and I could go see it by myself. Yep. So there was some, some appeal to that, you know, at the time in 1989, yeah. a million years ago. <laughs> so, and I do have one question about Final Frontier. Mm-hmm. And if you guys can fact check me. I was looking up because I want to do a video on Yeoman Rand. And according to the internet, IMDb, it says that the Yeoman in um, Final Frontier who passes Kirk his logbook is supposed to be Yeoman Rand. But that doesn't make sense because it's not in Memory Alpha. And mm-hmm. 
Rand uh, at that point in time was pretty like a lieutenant or something. Wasn't Yeoman Rand and it wasn't the actual actress as well, the Rand. She wasn't a yeoman anymore in Star Trek four in Starfleet headquarters. Yes. Yeah. So like that was Grace. Uh, uh, that was Grace Lee Whitney. Whitney. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Who was in final. So it doesn't make sense because yeah. in final frontier, it was uh, Shatner's daughter. Daughter. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Was she supposed to be Rand? Can like is I don't that think no, so. no, it can't be because Rand got promoted and went off and yeah, was that's what the So no, IMDb she's listed as Yeoman Rand. So when you search, who so played there Yeoman, could be it's... people with also the same name. You know, like they could have just given her the same character name, even though she's not meant to be the same person. Because you know, in life, sometimes there are people that have the same last name. Ridiculous, yeah, that's true. Adina, that's <laughs> just, ridiculous. I know. It's I don't crazy. buy that. I think Kirk is crazy. Or I shouldn't say Kirk. Shatner. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. So um, are we so, decide is is ten yeah, Star Trek five yeah, the final I frontier? Think so. I, think I think so. I think that makes okay. three out of four. About that. Three out of okay. four. You know. Rules. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, frontier. So moving on to number nine now. Number yep. nine. Number nine. To go to the Beatles. This nine. was the hardest. I found nine and eight to be the hardest numbers. Hmm. In my opinion, because like Chris, I think Chris said, we're transitioning between, oh, it's harder to pick now between. Mm-hmm. So I guess since I'm talking. Go. What, what is it? Uh, I'm going to put the motion picture here. Okay. Okay. And I'm good That's with that because, my... again, I've been moving it up, you know, because I had it like late, you know, as a higher number, but it's moving up. So it, it shows up as my next one still it's, from like I, before. It's classic now. It's got a. All-time classic director in Robert Weiss. It's got mm-hmm. a, one of the most fantastic science fiction scores of all time, in my opinion, with, mm-hmm. again, Jerry Goldsmith. Um, the effects, especially the updated stuff, is just phenomenal. It's, but it is slow. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like the sloth in... Uh, Oh, I know who's doing the driver's license picture. Yes, right? yeah. Um, Zootopia. <laughs> Zootopia. Zootopia. Mm-hmm. Zootopia. So Brian, you're the... calling. You're calling. I think it's the motion picture. The motion... What, do you, what, do you, okay. what do you guys think? Okay, I, yeah, I, I think so. Really? Okay. 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 We're friends yeah. again. Also, it has okay. the worst. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this right now. I'm gonna do this right now. Number nine. I had Star Trek Five: The Final Frontier. Okay. I am now going to swap my nine and ten. <laughs> okay. I will go with the crowd that 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 number ten is fine is uh, final, final frontier. frontier. But I'm going to call number nine the undiscovered country. Okay. And I'm going to make that my that's that's Steve, your that's your that's number your nine. Personal. That's your number. That's my that's number your nine is going to okay. be that one. So I am I am agreeing with the crowd on ten. So but we're moving make... it. You moved. You moved. Undiscovered I... country up a notch. Yes. Like in the positive direction, right? Like yes. now it's not as. Okay. We're gaining yeah. ground. We're, we're gaining ground. Yeah. Okay. Can we get so into the... next so year he will move right. it to number eight. Right. I'm prophesying so... that right now. Okay. So with <laughs> with everyone's permission, I want to get into the weeds for a little bit Please. about motion picture and about, talk about the some motion of my, picture. Like, a, a couple of gripes. One, I think the transporter accident was horrifying, and it sucks that it wasn't even like anything weird was going on. It just somebody forgot to put in the backup circuit or the transporter circuit, <laughs> which is pretty terrible. And then two, um, it's coming in on Tuesday. 
Oh yeah, that's uh, uh, wait a minute, wrong wrong film, wrong, wrong movie. Film. Um, <laughs> Ferris Bueller. Uh, <laughs> and two, I really don't like how Kirk handles the whole whole Decker situation mm-hmm. um, because he's kind of a jerk, and I think it's and I get I don't know what the standard operating procedure is of Starfleet, but I think it's hysterical that someone like <laughs> Sulu knows that it's like everybody on the bridge knows that this guy's getting kicked out of being captain. And it's like that's a weird way to. To have like people that are like have your subordinates know that hey you're not going to be captain mm-hmm. anymore, um, and uh, so that kind of really bothered me. And okay. then McCoy doesn't do a lot. Like I think we talked about this back when we were doing the other podcast last year. We talked about how McCoy would like come out onto the bridge, <laughs> look around. I know, and then leave. They go back into the terminal. <laughs> it's the most like, fantastic oh. part of the film for me. I, I, I gotta, look forward I really, to those I more than. It. I do. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. But I do like that McCoy is there to be like, hey, Kirk, you're being a bit of a Mm -hmm. jerk. Mm -hmm. Get yourself together and uh, we'll be okay. So I do like some of that stuff. But I, the the Kirk taking over command from Decker is really problematic for me, especially when we see how Kirk is when other people come Mm -hmm. aboard and like, Mm -hmm. I'm Commodore, um, whatever the heck his name is, who comes over. Commodore Stoker, who's there when they all uh, age. And he's like the commander that takes over the ship, but doesn't know how to doesn't know what to do when the Romulans are attacking. Oh, in the original series episode, yeah. Right. So you yeah. can tell it's like the, one de- of those the deadly years. Yes, yeah. deadly years. So it's one of those situations where I'm like, I just don't buy Kirk doing that. I okay. or not buy it, but it just it really irks me. See, yeah. I, I really gotta go rewatch this now. Okay. That, but yeah, I do, do love the movie, and that's yeah, that's all I got for that. That's my so thing with, too. Is I do love this film. I will. Wa- I have watched this more in recent years than maybe all the other Star Trek films wow. because of the new. Because we talked about it on the anniversary, mm-hmm. uh, for one thing, and I've just, I think I- I'm in love with the soundtrack too. I think it's absolutely oh, yeah. fantastic. Sound, Dina, have you given your design. nine yet? Well, no, no, yeah. I, well, I agree with the motion picture because it kept moving. Oh, okay. You know, because I originally wanted. I originally had motion picture on my own personal list as number twelve. So you're so you're making yeah. that number nine. Well, okay. um, no, no. Yeah. For me, me personally, I'm not changing my personal one, but I'm agreeing okay. that the group one is oh. nine. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. But, but what did you so. pick as number nine in your originally? Originally, we'll see. Oh, yeah. we'll see. Originally, so we well. <laughs> How many? Are, you got forty-seven originals, probably. I, I do. I do. Well, no, no, no. We had um. So we as a group had had Nemesis as twelve, and ne- Nemesis was my nine. Oh, okay. 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 So all right. So uh, that's fine. So here's a challenge. Then, so, I, so I'm going to move. I'm going to make you. So you're showing motion pickers number nine then for the group, okay. the, gr- the group, yeah, the group, yeah, right. the group decision. Okay. Right. Yes. And, and I'm still the one holding out that it's it's final frontiers number nine. What about number eight? So can I just say for the listeners? Oh, yeah. This is my like not so much a challenge, but I just request that everybody do this. To me, motion picture has probably some of the best sound design in Star Trek. So what I recommend mm-hmm. is you get your <clears throat> best set of headphones or speakers mm-hmm. and you listen to that first scene where Kirk is walking around engineering. The mm-hmm. sound there is phenomenal. You can hear mm-hmm. the background conversation between the two dudes that are trying to figure out what's going on with the circuit. <laughs> and you can hear Scotty talking to, I think his name is, it's blanking. I, uh, I want to think about this. I want to remember the name like an hour mm-hmm. from now. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's talking about the transporter circuit again, it's just so phenomenal. Um, that's all I got for that. But it's okay. ah, it's, it's okay. fantastic. Ladies so, and gentlemen, Chris. Cleary is his name. Cleary. Good job. <laughs> there you go. All right. 
So we're moving into then. We're all number we've eight. Jenner and I are number eight. Oh, so Who wants to yeah. go first? Oof. <laughs> I don't know. I'll go, I'll go first. Oh, so awesome. I'll go first. Number eight, Star Trek The Motion Picture. I move up one from one of you guys. I give it an eight. <laughs> okay. Okay. And the reason why is because I rewatched the extended version of it. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's still even longer and more ponderous. But it is the movie that got Star Trek back on the screen mm-hmm. again, both little and, I, and big, whatever. And, and it is thought provoking. And it was at its time. I mean, what was out at the out at the same time? The Black Hole. That was the other movie that big sci-fi film. Oh, that came out really? Year. So you're comparing one to the other, and you're looking at this is a really. I mean, it was a very cerebral, cerebral film, even though it was long and pondering. It was cerebral. There's things that I don't like about it. The pajamas, get rid of that uniform. Oh, what a terrible uniform. Except for Kurt. Horrible, horrible uniform. I don't know why they the did disco that. Uniform. Can we talk about the the polos, like the golf? Not, they're not golf shirts, but they seem, they remind me of polos. When yeah. they get into the short sleeve variant, I think mm-hmm. those look really cool. I yeah. like the short sleeve variant and Kirk's Admiral uniform. Yeah. But everything else, just awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then they tried to give it a 2001 ending with the two merging of the two. And, oh, we're creating a new life form. But it never went anywhere. It was like it just fell off the planet or fell off the universe. <laughs> so, again, it's not perfect, but it has a special point in my, my in my feeling that this is we were we had no Star Trek. This came out mm-hmm. again. If it wasn't for this coming out yeah. and making this movie, there may have been no more. Star Trek, yeah, which is whatsoever, which is so scary. it gets points for that. So what's so okay? So if you're saying yeah. that's your number eight, but this is yep. already the official number nine. What is then? What is the number eight? Does anybody have like what's uh, what is everybody else's number different. eight? So okay. I have yep for then. So the I, next one going in now again. Originally, I ranked this from in my my original list. This was higher. Yeah, um, I mean like a higher number. You know, worst movie. Um. I have Into Darkness. Into Darkness is number eight. Would be the so next Cena one. Is this number is number eight. Oh, this is okay. where I get into challenge, like where I find really challenging because Into Darkness for me has a lot of problems, like Khan being a huge problem, which is a big deal because it's like the main thing in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know, like this. I go through periods where I'll just listen to it, and I just love mm-hmm. rewatching it. I love the opening. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I don't mind rewatching it, but again, it's more the what movies would I rather we watch that I think are better mm-hmm. than this. Again, so yeah. this is where it's like, it's not that I think this is particularly mm-hmm. a terrible movie, See, but you know, but that's that's where Adina, uh, I, I'm glad I heard you say that because I'm on the verge of throwing things off of my desk <laughs> hearing this is number eight. But I'm glad I'm glad you you put that caveat in. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just which well, it's way some you like seven. to watch. Like I can't, yeah, I can't. Yeah. One through seven is is they're all better. Okay, no, that's it's, fine. It's, it's so weird what, though so because mm-hmm. go ahead, Chris. Yeah, this is where I struggle because like, and it's hard because I listen to a lot of like I like this. I don't know for like the last month or two, I've just been listening to it on repeat. Where if I'm doing something, I don't want to listen to a podcast. I'm like, let me just listen to Into Darkness again, and I just find the sound design enjoyable. I love the fact that Kirk actually gets disciplined for violating a pretty big rule. I mm-hmm. like the fact that Kirk apologizes later in the film and he's like, 
I don't think Kirk has ever openly apologized to his crew for like, hey, I'm sorry I got us into this. I love that. Um, but it's hard because I feel like I enjoy watching that more than some of the other films. Okay. I don't know. I this is this is really so tough. What, what is, what this is, is like trying to rank eight, your Chris? kids. What I imagine what is, is like yeah, well, trying to rank your kids. I don't rank my kids. I only got or two. One or, I got either or, so there you go. And the same like thing if you for, have if you have Dina and Brian. Mm-hmm. Oh well, oh, oh please. Don't even think about that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is not eight is enough. Okay. We're not going to do right. that. If so, you have 12 kids, you're probably ranking them. If okay. you have two, yeah. you don't. <laughs> so Chris, what right, is exactly. your number eight then? What is it's... number eight? Come on, dude. You can do it. So, hey, if I, yeah. I did it, you can do it. Chris, you want me? I, I think I have I, a feeling Chris and I, I might be on the same page about what this. What about generations? How are we feeling about that? Because that but, one. Because I am. Ding, ding, chicken, winner, winner, chicken dinner, Star Trek generation. Okay, so this with my hands. So, so Chris, slow down. So, Chris and Brian are calling Star Trek Generations number eight. Is that right? That's what that's on my list. I think so. Yes. Okay. Okay. Adina, what was? I don't even. I don't even know how to know that that's so far afield from I had generations much, 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 much uh, higher. Uh, don't don't tell us what it is. No, yet, I'm not telling you. No, no, much okay. higher. Now, this okay. was hard for me because mm-hmm. yeah. generations is the first next gen film. Right. I, I th- feel like it is typically rated. I, f- I feel like it got a bad rep for what, several different reasons, but I, I really love this film yeah. I just there's so many other films into darkness and generations is probably the hardest ones for me because I can see it mm-hmm. both ways. All the different are y'all make mm-hmm. really fabulous mm-hmm. arguments for for mm-hmm. or against these films. But I for me, generations just it, it's, it's OK. Yeah, there's a couple edging it out. Uh, so I, yeah. I I like a lot about generations um, into darkness. Really? I, I mean, I just like for me, Benedict Cumberbatch, like, so what if he's not, you know, that's a bit. Well, OK, I he's, like, not no. he's, he's was, not he's not Asian, you know, right. yeah, Asian. I love Benedict but Cumberbatch. Now was, because um, because I mean, here's what we're forgetting in the Trek universe, everybody. Kyle. They blew up Vulcan. Everything right, is Vul- changed. No, it's no, 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 a no, different timeline. No, they blew up Vulcan, okay, in, so blew up Vulcan in like the in the Star JJ. Trek timeline. The nineteen ninety, the, the blowing future up Vulcan doesn't change the nineteen nineties. No, the future not. still affects no. the past. No. Yes, it does. No, what are no. you doing? Uh, the future is the past. The past <laughs> no. is the future. Gosh, I hate temporal mechanics. The Captain Janeway line from Future's End. I think End. time travel is so complicated and all the temporal yeah. stuff is I, complicated. That's why this we is, did a whole okay. episode about it. Here's the thing. This is where I find it really interesting. <laughs> because I agree with the Dina. There's no reason that that con should There be really isn't. You're right. I just but thought I just I do, thought it was great. But okay. I do enjoy his performance as okay. like I feel like sure. the movie would have been a lot better if it was just John Harrison some other random schmuck who's out causing problems. I would mm. buy that a lot easier because I enjoy, I enjoy the the performance. I enjoy how much Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. loves to do. And I don't know, maybe this is not what he's trying to do, but like there's a scene where he's like, um, and I will walk over your, do- sorry, I will walk over your cold dead corpses. And it's like, I feel like as an actor, he's like, see how cool I am right now. I'm intense mm-hmm. and he's trying really hard, but I enjoy it. 
But yeah. even though I don't think it makes sense for Khan, but it's still a lot of fun to watch what, if you okay. can get past what, the Khan. And that's fine, what I think they good. should have done. What I think they should have done, which could have they could have used Benedict Cumberbatch, and I love him, and he's yeah. I loved what he did, mm-hmm. and and also satisfied the people like me who are like, that's not Khan. Is they could have made him another person on that ship that got resurrected. It right. didn't have yeah. to be like maybe when they when when Kirk and them resurrected or when That's they got res- when they got found resurrected maybe Khan died maybe Khan didn't survive and this is another guy from his crew maybe it's his number one or something like that that would have worked That's for me just that fine. Been cool. okay. He, okay. okay, I'm a problem solver. Okay, <laughs> so Adina, what you need is to go into a time machine, go mm-hmm. back, go to the scriptwriters, and just go back a decade. The, yeah. the, computer and just change the name from con to joe schmo whoever it was. i will add it joe to my schmo. list of things i need to do once you i have to do once travel. you get time travel. i have a long okay. list okay. also <laughs> everybody please look up the joe schmo reality show that was weird <laughs> okay so so number eight but, um, i'm gonna I'm, reca- to recap okay. to recap sorry we gotta listen to adina adina stressed no, out no I'm, I'm like i i'm having a hard time with you think Generations was worse than Into Darkness? I'm really having a hard time with that one. Okay. I, I see. It's, All right. But I'm, it's also like it's okay. But so, here's my thing too. I am in a full Into Darkness mood like right now. But I love Generations. I'm going to go through that. I love mood. Generations too. In okay. fact, I'm 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 going to switch my number uh, seven. Now I take back. Oh, my oh. number eight. Okay. So wait, okay. okay. So because eight because I don't know I'm what down. I was thinking. Because I really do love Generations. Okay. I, I'm okay with that too. I, I like, watched that. I'm... I watched the heck out of the VHS from Blockbuster or wherever <laughs> I rent. I mean, I was renting it all the time. I still uh, watch it on my so phone. So the problem the is though. The problem is though. Me switching my number eight is gonna. You guys are all gonna. It's gonna be shock and awe. Okay. You're gonna vote me off the island. I think. <laughs> no, we're not. We can't. So do you I already to... voted Steve off for his undiscovered country like comments. That's right. We still love Steve. I hope you guys will love me for this. I made it number nine. Can we talk anyway. about the lighting okay. for a second? S- in okay. generations? Oh, it's so <laughs> phenomenal. Okay, I know. Steve is giving us the look. Like we gotta stop. We need an eight. Well, we, we need number to decide eight. what so is the, eight. Fine. Oh, number okay. Eight. You have my to make number eight. In, all right, in, my number eight. My number eight in stone this year. Okay. Ready? Yeah, and this is hard it. too because there's a lot in this one I love. I absolutely love this one too, but I think I love Generations more. My number eight, ladies and gentlemen, is now the Search for Spock. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Mm. I'm switching these. This okay. is my. Okay. List. I I will. This I will is my act, list, yes. not our Please list. Act, okay. Yes. Yep. But what are okay. we doing for our? We have to come to some agreement for we have our to have list. Eight. What is? We yeah. need eight. We need eight. I'm mm. I'm I'm still sticking with what I said, the motion picture. But we made that hour nine. We already nine, made that nine. So we yes, can't so make it already. Okay. So like the, the okay. group so that's the group nine. So oh, what is okay. the group eight? Ooh. Oh, I just see well, maybe then, it needs to be into darkness. I think so. You know no, what? At sorry, this point, I, I don't want to I don't <laughs> want to sacrifice. No, nope, I don't want to sacrifice. Do it, not making it number eight. I'm sorry. I'm not making it into darkness number eight. Well, so what would you what would you make number eight? Again, motion picture is already taken off the table because it's number nine for the group. I, I don't do that to me. <laughs> we already decided. We already did. We already did. I gotta hold on to this. Well, again, you can Kirk still Kirk have right your, personal yeah, list. your personal. Okay, list. Yeah, my personal. Oh, yeah. You're your personal. Right, right, all right. You're right, right. Dirt. <laughs> I surrender. I surrender. Into darkness. Okay. 
in a dark Is that what we have decided? Yes. Done. We got to move on. We got to move on. We got to move on. It took us like 47 minutes to get to number eight, I think. Oh, my God. 47 plus 10. Plus 10. Um. Okay, okay number, seven. number seven. <laughs> okay, number seven. So, <laughs> so I love this. So we have Into Dark that says eight. Into, what are we doing for number seven? Search for Spock. Anyone? Search I'm for Spock. Right now. Search for Spock, number seven. Number seven is search I, I, I concur with that because I've switched them around. That'll help me put generations in number six then. I think I'm good with search for Spock right here. Okay, so I although have it's do, got so much good stuff in it, though. I have to do the Elaine thing. Search for Spock. Search for Spock. That's an episode of Seinfeld where they where um, Kramer basically convinces Elaine to take over this, like to agree to be the boss of her company mm-hmm. because of the Katra from Search for Spock, and then she takes <laughs> it thinking he's oh, talking right, about real wisdom, right, right. and then she finds out later that it's because of Search for Spock, and she gets mad. So that's the reference to that. I forgot. Everybody. Listen, the the yeah, escape yeah. stealing the Enterprise scene in this film oh. is so much fun. Mm-hmm. So good. What so a great much soundtrack. fun. The Klingons are great in this film, too. And McCoy in the bar. Oh, yes. Oh, do we, oh. Do we have to do it? Do we There's have to do it? so much great about this film, Genesis but I, I think it is nuts. solidly number seven now. Okay. So my biggest problem with, with Search for Spock is this. Okay. Spock grows at such an accelerated rate and then stops. When he's actually the when he age. it's like okay, okay, he's 42 <laughs> years so of age. True. Stop. Why? Well, they happened uh, to time when they when they pulled him off of the planet, they happened to time it at the right age. So I, yeah, there, there, there's I'm definitely so, some like I, I, I'd rather go with how they handled trip in similitude. Where he just kept growing older, and he was going to grow older, and he was going to, because the acceleration rate of his growth was at a direct and continuous rate, and that was correct. But in this, the fact that he put the brakes on so he could play himself at that age, nope. Yeah, the thing that the challenge with Searcher Spock is that the plot is all about how do we get Spock back. So no matter what you're going to do, it's going to be you have to just overlook the plot holes. I think for me the biggest. The, not the biggest, the biggest plot hole. I don't know if this is. I again, I do not command a ship. I do not know military strategy. But I feel like if I'm going to try and find the secret of Genesis, I'm not going to go to the planet. I'm going to go try mm-hmm. and find out whatever research base might mm-hmm. have that information. So yeah. I feel like Krug's plan was really stupid. Regular, but I love regular. Krug. He's so cool in this. Christopher Lloyd. How, I, how can he oh, not? Oh, I yeah. love Christopher. Lloyd. He is. <laughs> He is such a good Klingon. I love him in it. He's so evil and so cruel. I mean, he's great. Give me the plans for Genesis. No, no, it's been like, you know, be like, Bobby, uh, I want the the plans for Genesis. Yeah, so definitely some of the script was contrived, right? They had to get, you know, they had to get Spock back. And so then some of the action and some of the conflict was contrived. But it's fun. It's fun. I, I did not have this for number seven, but I'm yeah. willing to switch it. I mean, I'm willing to accept Bless it because it was, I, I actually, well, because I had it as six. So okay, I'm, just, right. I'm not going that right. far afield close. to make it. Okay. All so, right. By the All way, right. this this episode is taking so long, I had to run and grab a snack. So <laughs> nice. I'm eating a snack so, while we're. I, I've got some apple here, okay? I've oh, you're much healthier here. than I've, me. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm being like our good friend David Livingston. I got I my I just apple. have my tea. Thank you for listening to part one of our rankings episode. We love these films. 
This is about the hardest thing we've done as a podcast crew so far. Do you agree, disagree with our rankings? Let us know in our Facebook group, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on Instagram. See you next time, sci-fi fans.